Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, thanks media, you've been super helpful for parents. We talked to Shana Firm and Tracy T from the Band of Mothers podcast about changes in the mom media landscape. Plus, Biz sits alone. Woo! <laughs> I am getting really good at this. I am doing a great job because I just dropped off all three of my kids at the various schools. I did it on time. Heck, I was early. We had to sit in the car and listen to music. And it was fun. And they enjoyed it. And I'm alone and get to be a self for the next three hours, which is amazing. Because I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And then I haven't actually gotten to do that much since the four-year-old was born. Because I have another kid who's older. And I was just starting to get a taste of freedom when she was four. And I lost it because I had another kid and another kid. And now... I'm free. They're all at school. And it's amazing. And I get to go, and I get to drink my coffee, and eat whatever I want for breakfast, and nobody's going to interrupt me. I'm really excited. You are doing a great job. You're all doing a great job. And I am a self. Woo! Awesome! You are a self for at least three hours. Good job! Good job! I... I loved this woo check-in. Thank you for being so enthusiastic about what a good job you're doing because you are doing a good job. You got, I I especially love the, and we even got there early. We all had to sit in the car and listen to music. That is the thing that lots of people do. And we clearly haven't talked about that enough on the show because for a brief moment when I heard you say that, I was like, I do that. I can't tell you the number of times we have gotten there too early, like just enough where you can't go in yet and you have to listen to some music. And I'm glad that that turned out to be fun for you and all of your kids. You're doing an absolutely remarkable job. And just the vision of you sitting alone, having coffee and, and eating whatever the fuck you want without interruption is going to tie in so nicely to what I'm going to talk about in my check-in right after I get through saying thank you. Thank you. I gotta, it's so almost one-on-one in my heart right now between teachers and the medical profession. They're totally different and yet doing some of the most important work ever. Medical professionals, thank you for continuing to show up and for working within ridiculously impossible situations to sometimes just even meet the minimal amount of healthcare a person might be seeking when they come to see you. Because it's like everything is is an emergency right now. Still, still, it's sort of like parenting, isn't it? Where like you have a kid and you like lose all this sleep, you lose all this like, you know, you start to slide, start to do a little slide and you think, I'll get that back. Like I just need like a couple of nights sleep right? But then you come to realize that there's no getting it back. Just every time something chips away, (laughs) it's just chipping away more. You're just like the Grand Canyon. Just all of that is eroding. You cannot put the land back. So that is my depressing way of saying thank you so much for all of the work you are doing. And that goes for everybody in the medical profession. Teachers, you're also like the Grand Canyon, slowly being eroded away. I <laughs> I seriously love you. I know I said this, I think, on the last show. I am still in the mindfuck that is the thought that, like, so many teachers right now are teaching kids who, who have never been in a school, 
never been in a school. Like, they missed so much physical school time. <laughs> and we learned a lot in those, like, story times and preschools and daycare. We, like, learn a lot about how to function with other kids, how to listen to a teacher. I remember in kindergarten, Raiden's kindergarten teacher, the first field trip they did was to a grocery store. And I remember half the parents were like, what is this, a grocery store? And I got to tell you, I thought that woman was a genius because that field trip wasn't about the grocery store. It was about teaching kindergartners how to go on a field trip. We're going to get on the bus. This is how we get off the bus. We're going to tour the grocery store. And then we're going to get back on the bus and go home. Brilliant. We'll now apply that to school. Uh, So I, teachers, I just want to say that I, I see you. You're amazing. Thank you to everybody who is out there wearing masks and being vaccinated and supporting the benefits of vaccines. They really are great. And there are so many people who cannot get them for medical reasons. And it is our privilege to get a vaccine to support those who need us to for their health and safety. So yay, vaccines and science. Thank you, science. All right. I am going to say that I too recently had a day where the kids got to school and I had like an hour before I had to start doing some sort of work thing. And I just sat there. In fact, this is what I've been doing for the last few like little bursts of no one is in the house. It's just me. There was a time I would have probably played music or watched TV or like danced around. or Now I literally just sit on the couch in total silence. <laughs> that silence is such a gift. It's such a gift. No one's talking. No one's like, there's nothing loud happening or piercing, crying or yelling or needing me to emotionally regulate them. It's just me and silence. And I have to just give a big shout out for silence. Because we can get inundated from all sorts of places, from our kids, from our kids' schools, from the news from everything. In fact, we can sometimes get particularly inundated from the amazing media landscape that is parenting media, mom media, things geared towards or for or about parenting, which I think ties in very nicely to what we're going to talk about today with Shana Firm and Tracy T. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Today, we are welcoming back Shana Firm and Tracy T, creators of The Pump and Dump Show, a much-needed Mom's Night Out event that quickly grew into a nationally touring production written, produced, and starring Shana and Tracy. The pair toured for five years before replicating the show to star additional casts of new moms and co-founding their umbrella brand, Band of Mothers Media. Besides holding the positions of CEO, that's Tracy, and Chief Creative Officer, Shana, they also host the brilliant Band of Mothers podcast, a weekly variety show-style podcast featuring real mom stories, games, original comedy, music, and guest interviews. In 2018, riding the massive popularity of their show, no shit, Shana and Tracy published their first book, Parentally Incorrect. It's so nice to see both of you again. I love you. Likewise. It's so good to see you. No, I just, it's so, we were just, before we get into asking who lives in your house again, I was just listening to a mom have a breakdown. And one of the things that she said was, stop being an asshole 
to moms. And I was like, we should just go ahead and change the name of the show <laughs> to stop being an asshole to moms. Right? Like, yeah. anyway, I just, and I, I know that the work that you guys do and why we have always loved the pump and dump and all of that is because you share the same vision mm-hmm. of not only everybody stop being an asshole to moms, but maybe <laughs> maybe we should stop being assholes to ourselves sometimes and just mm-hmm. uh, accept that we're fucking great. So that is my little personal bio <laughs> about you guys. And with that said, uh, Tracy, I'm going to start with you. Who currently is living in your house? Yes. So uh, still my daughter, who is now 10, going on 35, yeah. you know, because of COVID years. And she's, <laughs> yeah. And right. my husband. And then we used to have two dogs, but we did, in fact, acquire a, a COVID puppy, a nine-pound chihuahua named Jojo, who is named after one of the lead characters in the sci-fi series Eureka, which oh. we binged watched during lockdown. <laughs> and uh, Josefina became my daughter's, like, favorite character. And so when we drove an hour and a half away to buy or rescue the tiny chihuahua mix puppy. My husband was like, let's call her Jojo. Yeah. And I didn't think she was going to be a big deal because she's real small. But I have to say, I do not recommend three dogs like ever. Two was okay because they played with each other and they're, they're much older. They're 14 and 15. (laughs) Um, But it's just so many legs and feet and tails and so much hair. It's mostly because when you're walking them, you look like you've been hired to walk them. (laughs) Walk somebody. (laughs) Like professional dog walker. Oh, well, or because there's only three of us in our family and there's three dogs. So it literally is like small, medium, large, and I'm the tallest. (laughs) I'm taller than my husband. And so it's like a Disney movie. Like we're just like taking our respect respective dogs and yeah. uh Shayna who lives yeah. in your house uh in my house is my daughter who is 10 my son who is nine my husband and I have one dog named after top chef his name's chef oh very um, nice. and during COVID I got a new car oh you got a COVID car I got my first car <laughs> oh like my, my first new car what'd you name it uh, how, no, well, now I got to think of a t- yeah. another TV show. You haven't yeah. named your car. You're right. But I will say the other thing we both acquired, yeah. which is very trendy, is we yes. both got stock tank pools. We in did. Our put, we put <laughs> stock, stock tank, tank pools. Wow. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say you got COVID at some point. <laughs> it's also That's very trendy. So nope. trendy. It's trending it's right so now. Trendy. Yeah. We got uh, cow watering tanks and we had our, we all swim in them. Yeah. That oh and we goodness. both really got into crypto, but the, yeah. <laughs> those were like the two things that happened during the pandemic for, for us. That's like a book right there. <laughs> Just like an, its own journey book of cow septic tanks or cow tanks or is, septic, tanks. is there a septic word in there? I don't There's, know. We definitely didn't buy septic tanks. For the record, we don't, don't make our children sw- swim okay. in shit. Like Look, things we're, going on we're in bad. California. We have no water. So, sure, you know, sure. I don't, I, it's very, it's very exotic what you're talking about. That's true. All right. So you guys have been doing this sort of thing. You started with the pump and dump, the live show mm-hmm. and have just brilliantly, like I am so just, and not like an awe, like what are you, fucking saints? Like, oh my God, I, you guys are so awesome to have really created a company, this umbrella, the, you know, this podcast, creating the show to be something that other women can step up and perform in, which is really hard to find as parents. Mm-hmm. So you've been involved in, I guess, what people might call mom media or <laughs> parent media. But or can I just it? say, Biz, because yes. I just want to clarify before we even like continue this conversation that One Bad Mother, in our yes. opinion, is the original <laughs> mom podcast. I've been, I was going to say the <laughs> exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. You, guys, you guys paved the way for all of us. You pioneered 100%. it. And we, f- like, never wanted to do a podcast. We're, we're seriously thoroughly enjoying it now, but we never yeah. wanted to do a podcast because you guys You guys do exist. it. <laughs> yeah. And you're so great. And so we just, and we, we're like, why do people need to hear us talk when they can listen to Biz and that Teresa? Was, and so, that was a year of conversation. We were like, why would we want to enter the space when one bad amazing. mother exists? Like, should also, there should be, guess what? 
Not to be like super lean on the mom heavy, but like you haven't gotten a lot of stuff as moms. <laughs> and so like for me, I'm like, it's like women in comedy in general. Like right. there should be so many doing good work out there yeah. that it's not an oddity that that, you know, there should be just so many options and choices for people to access that makes them feel normal and feel mm -hmm. good. That, like, it, it is great that your voices are out there. Thank you. Well, thank you. But I think that that's what's made us, like, with this new iteration of the podcast, yeah. like, we just keep... You know, I'm so tired of, and we can talk about as we get into yeah. like the, the, you know, the nine years of media that we've all been a part of. I'm so tired of like men in some huge network producing like a mom comedy show for yeah. TV that lasts two months because yeah. nobody does it right because they don't let the moms fucking do it. Yeah. And so, you know, we started our podcast, we've been getting our sea legs and now we're doing this whole new format. That's kind of like a variety show. Yes. We, we're taking what we know, which is our live show, yeah. the way that we talk about being a, a woman who just happens to be a mom. So we talk a lot about lifestyle stuff. It's not necessarily just crypto um, parenting. Yeah. It's always about crypto. <laughs> it's just all about crypto. Just all all about some episodes. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, it. we are trying to create with Band of Mothers and with the Pump and Dump Show and with the podcast, yeah. like you're saying, like, it's not just a bunch of dude billionaires who acquired a big diaper company, yeah. you know, throwing what they think is funny out to like the masses because we you know we've been put we've been pigeonholed and like put in those categories for so many years people tried to throw us into Hollywood and we yeah. were like no thanks so you know it's it is important that we all have a voice that we try to that there be a lot more of us doing this well let's just jump I, let, let's use that as our segue into yeah you, uh, we've all been doing this for about nine years I feel like when we all started there for sure wasn't a live show and there, and there wasn't there weren't really any podcast it was the world at that time if i remember correctly was predominantly and i love it they had to call them mom blogs they weren't blogs they oh, were yeah. mom blogs mommy blogs mommy blogs yeah mommy blogs again the use of the word mom as something lame. As something, it has to be quantified, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like a mom, I, I never say I'm a mompreneur. I mean, why would I? <laughs> like, why would you do that? I don't a know. A mompreneur, that but sounds But it's constantly trending on Twitter. But I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Is that different somehow? Did I miss the did I miss the mom prayer class? Well, I'm just running a business, know. you know. It, it's just amazing that you can do it all and get paid less. <laughs> that your for husbands it. let you. That you got yeah. permission to do it. <laughs> I know. You know, and, okay, so that was how it started. And I think we've both been in it a while. And so I what I want us to talk about are like how it's changed or hasn't changed. What has changed is I think people more and more people are more comfortable talking about how hard it can be, that For sort sure. of like balance mm -hmm. of, it's hard, but I still love it, right? Like it, it, it doesn't, they don't cancel each other out. So mm -hmm. I think that has become more acceptable, which is, I mean, not 100%, but I think that's nice. But it hasn't, like sometimes I'll see it like in ads where I'm like, that is a believable ad. And then there's right. the ad of the mom in high heels whose kids have snuck a kitten home and they're like trying to keep the kitten from the mom and like litter box and all the stuff. And she's just in heels sitting on the edge of her steps. And these are like a four-year-old and like a six-year-old. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this is not like, whose house is this? Why are you in heels in the middle of the day at home? Yeah. And like, you, you don't know your kids just snuck a fucking cat in your house. You are going to be cleaning it up. This is a nightmare. It must be so, a mute cat. I know. I was like one that just shits roses all the time. I don't know. So it's interesting because you guys are touching on so many different elements of media. What have you guys seen as mompreneurs and... Stop it. You know, the, the thing is like, and, and Tracy can definitely elaborate more on this, like, you know, Biz, when you and I started comedy, YouTube didn't even exist, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, live comedy yeah. was our lifeblood. Like, that felt so good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then anyone, anyone, yeah, anyone anybody we were in New York it. City, right? Yeah. Anyone, anywhere can now make a 30-second video. Yeah. 
And then everyone else in the business of entertainment got really fucking lazy and went, oh, well, these people in Bloomington, Bumble, whatever. Whatever. Sorry, Bloomington. (laughs) All Bloomingtons. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. I don't know which Bloomington. Um, (laughs) Now they have better numbers than the people that just spent 20 years of their life selling tickets. (laughs) And now, (laughs) and so it's just everything turned on its head, right? In the entertainment industry as a whole. But then in like the mom world, it's actually great because like- Right. And so all these moms are like bec- making a living on Instagram yeah. and I'm so happy for them, yeah. but it fucked everything up in the sense mm. of reality and like what's right. real. And so the mom in the heels, she doesn't exist, right. but women now were making a living off of portraying that that exists and then like fucking over other women is like a very complicated. I mean, is it, is it that people who don't take the risk and do the heels do the perfect house, do the, like, everything's clean all the time and everybody's wearing matching clothes and, like, things like this. Is that just where the money is? Is that, like, I mean, are, are we getting screwed that people will invest in that and once again as women getting pigeonholed because, you know, you want to make money? Well, let's let's think of some, let's talk about some positives here because okay. I, think, um, I think, I no. think the inner... <laughs> I'm too riled up now. Go ahead. Fuck everyone. I think the internet and and digital media for sure Mm -hmm. opened up opportunities for immensely creative and talented, well-spoken, good writers, funny, artistic, creative people who would have never had a chance to express Mm -hmm. themselves on a larger playing field Mm -hmm. to like just open themselves to the world. And that I think is beautiful. And then I think everything got Americanized. And I I use this term a lot. Like we take one good idea, just in America. And then we just like vomit all over it. And then we just like wrap it in gold. And then we just stick a pump in it and we just keep pumping it up until it's too big to handle. And so what started like with someone uterus. who, especially mine, which is why I had to be removed, is exactly what happens. It just got so big. Everyone was like, it's time to Get shut it, it down. Get it out. Get it out. You know, what started, I think, with someone who is really good taking photos and also loves to cook, making a beautiful blog somehow along the way had to get concerned about page views and click-throughs. And so now, as we all know, you can't read a goddamn recipe in five minutes when your hands are covered in, in ground beef yeah. while, you're, while the guests are coming in the door because you have to scroll through an hour and a half of ex, you know, editorial to get to the fucking recipe. And I yeah. think that's transferred over if you take the mommy space. What started with women who truly do love to dress and match with their children. That's yes. that's a aesthetic. Which is also that's a totally thing. awesome. Yes. I thought I would die to be that mom. I, oh, I literally right? do not know where those clothes exist. Like that's yeah. how far I don't even know where to buy those clothes if I wanted to do it. Yeah. That's not my thing, but I appreciate it. But it got so big and then it got amplified with social media that instead of just doing your thing and having followers enjoy your little quirky, if you want to call it your niche, yeah. everything had to get bigger and bigger. And instead of just one matching outfit a month, which is probably the normal amount of time to match with everyone in your family, <laughs> it's it turned into twice a month and then it turned into every week and then it turned into the kids have to be you know videotaped walking down this bucolic street going to school who is taking the pictures because i'm not in any pictures with my children (laughs) it just yeah it just got too big it's just too much and then i think we we found this niche like right when you guys came on you guys started it where we were like okay this is hard Let's talk about it. And that was good. And then the pump and up came and we were like, let's laugh about it. And that was good. And now everyone's like, let's just talk about how hard it is and how miserable we are all the time. Let's <laughs> yeah. only talk about how hard it is and let's do nothing positive. And so now that's the thing, you know? 
yeah. and then like let then let then it was let's just be drunk all the time and talk yeah. about how hard it is, you know. <laughs> and so, like we we just keep doing these swings, and yeah. we can't just settle in. And now I think we're in this space where it's this. I think we've had this collective, you know spiritual thing that's happened with the pandemic people have really had to take a long look at their lives they've had to face a lot of darkness and everyone's kind of gobsmacked from it and so now I think the vibe is let's just talk about how miserable we are all the time let's talk about how victimized I am let's talk about the drama all of which is also good but it's like we need to balance it we need to be a little drunk. We need to be a little matchy matchy. We need to be a little <laughs> spiritual. And then we just need to shut the fuck up. That's 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 my take on the whole thing. Well, the problem, I think what one of the causes of that swinging is again, you have to go back. I think I just feel like I'm in the middle of this like, you know, flashback to my women's studies minor where I'm just like we got to go back. We got to go back to this origin of women being less than or women being pigeon like different ways women have been manipulated and like for example we've spoken a lot on the show about like advertising and tv and magazines and like how robbed i feel of like i wanted to be like the brady bunch i want to be in some fucking heels while my kids quietly sneak around with the cat i and i'm so (laughs) disappointed that that's not like even close to the like broken and haggard experience that I find myself in a lot of times. And Mm -hmm. that can lead to the self-doubt, which leads Mm -hmm. to the self-judgment, which then leads to the judging others, which then leads to the, well, maybe I should start matching or looking. And, And then maybe I should be more of this and more. It's like how many different ways can we be separated as opposed to united? And you, we forgot that piece. We forgot the piece of entitlement where people just, yep. the internet just allowed, you know, as theater people, yep. we all know that there's a fourth wall that you don't break. And people who didn't grow up performing don't understand that that is, that this is all performative. Yep. And so they just take, a semi-automatic and blow that fourth wall down and then just throw up all of their feelings and opinions onto strangers with no consequence. Right. There's consequence, just not always to the person who's doing the vomiting. That's right. That's what I meant. No, there's horrible consequences. Horrible consequences on the (laughs) other end. Life-threatening consequence. But there's this detachment. And so while blogging or YouTube has given all these creative people voices, comments have given a lot of angry people voices, a lot of people who aren't heard, who don't feel seen, who don't get to have conversations day to day. Or like themselves. Or yeah. like themselves. And so they use the comment section to feel seen. And it's just, if you know, I imagine God, spirit, whoever is just looking down and just being like, y'all have got... To sort yourselves out, like you know, it's stop, just, stop isn't commenting. This, isn't this obvious what you're doing? It's no. obviously not working, you know. No. But then there's like the larger outside scope that is like the business side of it, right? Yeah. Where then it doesn't matter how many shit comments you you made or how much damage that you've done, if people are watching, yep, that's the new bar, and that bar affects people with real authentic voices like all of us that are trying to do this because we really really love it and want to help moms and so it's just this really messed up situation (laughs) all because of just the amount of access we have to understanding who's watching it's 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 just it's actually all because of matching clothes it is. It is. Let's just put it off on that. By the way, if you're really good at matching clothes, please send us a link. Oh my god, I love it. Figure I out not- how to fucking do that. But like, okay, so so not a lot's changed, or it's changed, but it's the same problem in a new in a new matching outfit. Um, so that's well. I will. I will interrupt. Interrupt yeah. and say I think, and Shay touched on this too. I think. I think mom blogging or the mom space has gotten massively corporatized. And so the big, there are massive multi, multi multi-million dollar media outlets 
now kind of calling the shots and setting the bar for everyone because like Shana said, numbers are important, views are important. And I get it to a certain degree, but quality, originality, true creative expression, true original performance, those things, if not quantified by a million plus views, are seen as not having value because the corporate things can churn out a very run-of-the-mill essay about mom life is hard and get 2 million views Right. when someone else is trying really hard to just actually describe it in a way that's much more like from the heart. And I think that's a bummer. Those corporate entities that are sending the matchy matchy outfits to people. Right. <laughs> I mean, it all no, goes, yeah. you know, then it's yeah. not even, it's By not even way. people who like that. They're getting sent it and they have to put it on their kids and themselves because they're getting a couple hundred bucks for it. And it's just this really, wonky and again this all started with me saying and then it's so awesome that moms had this new way to make money and work because they do now from home they could do this thing that they're being creative and they're showing their kids they're sharenting and they're doing all this stuff sharenting i am it's a term it is a term i have willfully (laughs) ignored all parenting it's funny i fucking hate parenting things so like i never like unless it's a book that somebody has been sent or whatever i i am so removed. Okay. Sharenting. Uh-huh. That's it. the in- internet sharing of your kids. <laughs> I'm only going to share pictures of my kids when they're in college. And I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go on their campus without them knowing about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And just be like, surprise, it's your mom. <laughs> Click. And then just be like, it's going on the internet. Right. Do, do you mind if I post this? Uh, okay. Yes. So. It feels like an unbeatable trap. The idea of how do you then make money if you have found a place in which you can be authentic. We, for example, we're very lucky at One Bad Mother. We are a listener-supported show. And so when people come and offer sponsorships, we have every opportunity to say no. And we say no to multiple things because I'm like, like, that's gross. That doesn't feel yeah. genuine to who I think is listening. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe somebody wants that. I'm fine totally. talking about it. But a lot of times I'm like, you know, like, for example, we don't do weight loss stuff. We don't we do, don't either. like, you know, dental work. And, th- you know, anything in which I think you should probably see a doctor, we're not going <laughs> to play. Pitch it. But that's a gift. And, and it's not normal. I mean, we were lucky to be involved with a group that already had that set up, right? But a lot of people are doing this on their own and without like guilt should be taking whatever they can take because you want to make that money and not do that. ah, Blah, blah, blah. So, and it's, and Shay and I have talked about this a lot. Like, you know, when you, if you're on a TV show, right? And, an ad comes on, it doesn't reflect on the actors who are in the TV show. Mm. If you're doing news editorial and an ad comes on, it doesn't reflect. But when it's your voice and you're saying, this is amazing, which, you know, is so funny to me because those ads have been around since I was driving around in my dad's Volvo, listening to to AM radio, wanting to gouge (laughs) my eyes out with boredom, (laughs) listening to the show host talk about, you know, the, the curtain maker down the street in downtown Denver, you know, like that's <laughs> been around forever. It's nothing new. And there's Fuck something you, very downtown powerful. curtain maker. <laughs> you ruined my childhood. You ruined um, my childhood. And there's something really powerful about personal, you know, endorsements. Yeah. But I think you do have to be careful or you have to just, and this is the other thing. And this is, I think a larger conversation for a lot of things in life, yeah. but like, or you just have to trust that people use their own discernment and make the choices that are best for them based on the information that they're given. And if if we talk about a weight loss thing, which we wouldn't do either because it doesn't align with our values, but if we did and you go off and do it and have a miserable experience, is that my fault? I don't know. If I told you to do it, it, it kind of is. If I told you I loved it and I never even tried it, then that really is. So as entrepreneurs, as- Mompreneurs. Uh, I know, I so <laughs> tried not to say it. As, or I could have even gone with as women 
Preneurs. Womenpreneurs. It's mom boss. It's mom boss. Boobiepreneurs. Just we're we're ladies with boob. Boobiepreneurs. <laughs> Boobiepreneurs. You have a period and you started a business. Yes. Are you a witch? How did you do it? I How don't did know. you do it? Are you, you are a witch? Smart girl. <laughs> I just now assume everything is just you're a witch. That's why. Yeah. So as two people who are also women, who are also moms, having those experiences as all of those different things. Running your own sort of little media empire there. What are your guidelines? Like how mm. how have you found a balance, or have you not found a balance quite yet? I mean, you know. Yeah, it's called no advertisers. It's called no advertisers. It's called Just yeah, jokes. exactly. Just jokes. I think back to like the social media part. I think yeah. that's in on all honesty been our biggest challenge. Mm. And we've finally in the past couple of years had to just kind of accept that we we just kind of suck at it. And yeah, only in the sense that we we don't really even when we've tried to put in like the amount of effort that it might take. Yeah. It's really I like to blame the actual apps, like the algorithms and yeah. the, the kind of things that they do to reward and punish people. Cause that's what they do in case you guys don't understand. They, <laughs> you, you're post- they've been punishing us since 2010. They yes. <laughs> you're, you're, people's posts will get seen or not seen based on things that they do. So just in case that's not clear to anybody yeah. listening. So people who have hundreds of thousands of followers have done a very good job following the rules or getting mm. doing, and it's a lot of work to make that happen. Yeah. And a lot of that work is like Tracy said, blowing out that fourth wall and just, you know, vomiting your life out there, which a lot of people are so good at. Yeah. And a lot of people are not. And so we have been told time and time again to, you know, they people want to know you. They want to see your day. They want to see your kids. And honestly, it's never, ever going to be in Tracy or my personality to be like, yeah. I mean, they just, they don't want to see us. Believe me, right. you don't. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. that fucking I interesting. Know. You'll learn very quickly that yeah. this is not the life. I'm, you don't like, like that Tracy, window. Yeah, Tracy should okay, go no, to bed you. at 7.30 because she's insanely boring. I'm like, you know? I mean, Liz is on her period yeah. again. And it's I mean, a bad one. Right? We <laughs> talk about the things that we want to talk about. Right. And we just, at this age, I mean, we're fucking yeah. 44 and 45 years old. What I don't care that you tell me I have to do that. So, so we're, we're now kind of owning <laughs> right. that. Um, sure. It, we could potentially be much more successful in some other right. way if we had played that, honestly, that game. But the, the truth is we do work really fucking hard and yeah. we have great content. And I'm hoping that because as Tracy said, like there has been a shift into some more like, in you know what's the word I'm looking for Tracy like more spiritual more like yeah. aligned more like everyone's kind of been through a, a hell of a lot oh, really and no one yeah. had it harder than moms we're just kind of hoping that if it's that same if you build it they will come like yeah. let's just keep doing what we do because at some point Facebook has to implode right at yeah. some point these algorithms it, these poor women who are like working their asses Asses off to meet these requirements, to get these likes, to get this engagement, to pay for fake followers, for all of the things that you have to really do that people don't know behind the scenes. It's exhausting. It's already exhausting uh, as parents and as people in the world. And, you know, I'm with you. We are, you know, we're so bad at social media. I just had to put out an apology for not posting anything about our shows for six weeks. I, lo- I loved that biz, by the way. Thank I you. was like, because yes, I was like, yeah. I just don't want to fucking be on social media. Like, well, I just I can't see it because, because you, you are got punished. <laughs> I know. Right, but I like, follow you, but I never see your shit. Well, because that's well, she's never following Shana. <laughs> I should have seen the one. All right, let's wrap up on this. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Now that we've again stated a lot ruined of ruined our careers collectively, uh, like in one collectively, he stated a lot of opinions. Oh, uh, what would be the greatest mom-centered television show? Mm. Right, like no bout. Like every producer, every development company in town is just like, honest to God, we're just gonna keep giving you money 
do whatever <laughs> the fuck you want because we trust you. <laughs> what would that be? That question got me very happy inside. Yeah. I, have like, I have like a very yeah. glowy feeling. You know what it got me? It got me wanting... The, like my dream scenario for this, because like, you know, people ask us about doing TV all the time and we're all oh, like, yeah. nope, nope, nope. But my dream scenario for that, like if we had support and like everything we wanted would be a writer's room of all of my fucking favorite, favorite most hilarious I moms. I always think about that too. I'm mean, like, are just... there any moms at these writing tables sometimes? I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> There's like a half steal, of a mom. Steal There's the like... material from our show for God's sakes. Yeah. I mean, like. There's like a pregnant millennial that they count yeah. as the mom. And then the yeah. others, everything else is like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, just this room full of fucking everyone yeah. who has the same opinions about everything that's happened in the last nine years like us. Yeah. Just going, all right. Just what one are we gonna voice. Do? What are we going to do? <laughs> you know? <laughs> There's going to be it's so possible. many moms. Call us. We, we yeah, know, call we us. Know we're ready. Moms. We do. We have a lot of insight into the parenting experience. Everybody, you know how to use the internet um, and you know how to look things up. But as always in the show notes, we are going to have links to where you can find out all about the pump and dump. Plus, because I know a lot of our listeners have come out to see you guys Mm -hmm. uh, back before the COVID, but you can get that special, special Shayna and Tracy vibe and little taste, little taste uh, on their podcast, the Band of Mothers podcast. Um, And it's, you know, as always, go support people who are who are trying really hard. And you can do the right thing. Sometimes on Instagram. And sometimes they're on Instagram. That's that's our social media, uh, like you know, whatever Venn diagram. Sometimes, if we can make a promise, if we can make if we can make a promise, it's that you won't get bombarded with too many posts. That we can assure you. However, next week I think Tracy and I should wear matching outfits. Yes, all week. Can I wait? Let me know what you're gonna wear, and I will also wear one. And then we will do some sort of weird shot. Can it just all be in. all black? <laughs> yeah. Can Wait, it, why do I why do I actually really love the idea yeah. of all moms wearing the same thing? Like I'm yeah. I can get behind that like yeah. a thousand percent. It's that a black do. day. Black <laughs> Moms would walk off day, except you know, we got fucking like Johnny shit to Cash do. Day. We're just, yeah. we just wear black until we get some rights. Until we get some respect. I'm just gonna wear black. <laughs> Mom has a cold day and we all yeah. just pretend we're sick. Yeah. Mom mom has diarrhea day. We're all going to dress alike, which means we're all going to just stay in bed all day. And so, somebody else has got this. That's that's what we're going to do. I'm here for it. Sign all right. Me up. Done. We'll, we'll make sure we let everybody know what to wear on Dress Like a Mom Day. <laughs> coming to you. <laughs> coming to you much later than a person good on social media would bring it to you. That's true. So look for this in like a couple of months when one of us remembers. Thank Who's you guys. apologizes. <laughs> I apologize again. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to keep it together. Shayna and Tracy, you're doing such a wonderful job. Hmm. And I really appreciate you guys coming on. And I probably could start getting weepy both because I'm tired and I love you. And that combination usually equates to a breakdown of some kind. (laughs) So thank you for putting out there into the world what you put out there. And everybody... Go support these two amazing people. Thank you, Biz. We love you. Thanks for having us. We love you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Dipsy. You know what I'm going to say. Everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. And I know that I am reading some copy right now, but here comes my favorite part because I love it. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Boom! Enough said! Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. And again, one of my favorite things is it's very easy to navigate and select the things that you like and that are in your comfort zone. 
For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash badmother. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash badmother. dipseastories.com slash badmother. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Genius me. Me? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. I will genius you. Here is my genius. I can't remember if I have mentioned this on the show before, but Stefan and I, last year, after our anniversary, decided that we were not looking forward to the either traditional or modern gift traditions of anniversaries that were to come. I think it's our 13th anniversary, and I think it's something like, you know, linen or tissue or something. And I was like, anyway, so we decided we were going to come up with our own themes for anniversaries. This is our first year for a themed anniversary, and because it is our 13th anniversary, it's so clearly a ghost anniversary. So, <laughs> yes! So this Sunday, we will be giving each other gifts that are ghost-related, which is very exciting. It, it was actually not a hard decision to not go on eBay and buy a haunted object because I don't want a haunted object. I don't want a real ghost for my ghost anniversary. I have plenty of those with me all the time. I carry my own ghosts. But I am looking forward to seeing what Stefan has for me. And I'm very excited about what I have for Stefan. And next week, I'll tell you all about it. But anyway, we're genius for, like, breaking with tradition and making it a little fun for ourselves. Woo! Hey, Biz and Teresa. This is a genius. This is a very tired genius because... I am tired of cleaning and then turning around and having the house be a shit show again. I'm tired of cooking (laughs) for two picky kids and a husband who can't eat, like, any of the things. I'm tired of my (laughs) part-time higher ed job that I adore but pays me next to nothing. I'm tired of all of this COVID and political just craziness that just where is common sense and I'm tired of having to decide whether or not I should cut my family out because they just see things completely differently (laughs) than me and I'm just I'm tired I'm so tired but today for maybe the first time in a really long time I truly believe that I'm this tired because I'm doing such a fucking good job I'm just I'm doing everything that I can and I'm doing it as best as I can, and today I'm giving myself the grace to just know that I'm doing a really good job, and everyone out there who is just also feeling so tired, you guys are doing such a good job, and I am calling it a night, and I'm watching (laughs) Bachelor in Paradise, because I deserve to, because I'm doing a really, really fucking good job. Thank you so much for the show. You guys are doing a good job, too. Oh, my God. This may be the greatest genius of all time. I, the first time I was listening to this uh, call, I was like, and where are we going with this? And then you just brought it home with that. I realize I'm tired because I'm doing such a great job. You are doing such a great job. This is the greatest spin put to tired uh, that I have ever heard. And if this is true... I am also doing a remarkable job. In fact, now I think 
you know how when we were running into people when the pandemic started and you're like, hey, how's it going? And somebody says, okay. We now like know that okay means basically hanging on by a thread, internally crumbling, tired and haggard, broken and haggard. I like now thinking that if I say, I'm doing a good job, it means I am so tired, I can't feel my bones. <laughs> I love it. I love this so much. It's, I'm sorry, I'm going to add one more thing. And that is just this, like, this is like the perfect one bad mother, like, different ends, like, different parts of, like, the different messages that we, like, discovered over the years coming full circle and eating itself. <laughs> accepting that we're tired and accepting that that can mean we're doing a good job. I love you. You are doing amazing. Failures. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. Fail me, me. Well, all right. I will. So, to be honest, maybe I have talked about this one before, too. Who knows, guys? The fail is going to be that it hasn't changed, whatever I am about to tell you. Our front door, right around the time the pandemic started, it's like one of those doors that opens, you know, you push the thumb down, you're like, it's like a... It's like you're giving the door a handshake and you got push the thumb latch that opens your front door. And ours just, you could push it, but it, something's happening in which the mechanism isn't coming all the way inside. So, you know, you're jamming on the door. It's like it's locked, but it's not. So all, guys, this is what, is it 19 months? We haven't been able to open our front door easily. The children can for sure not open it. I can now get it open maybe 10% of the time. Stefan manages to get it open, but with great force. And so lots of times somebody will just ring the doorbell because they got locked outside. <laughs> but my fail, well, there's two fails here. One, yeah, we hadn't gotten that fixed. It's a big problem that should be addressed. Haven't done that. The other fail is I finally did the thing where I was about to leave and I was going to be going out the front door because that was closer to the car. I had locked all the other doors in the house. And then I went out and closed the door and realized I didn't have my key. And what sucks about this is I know that I wasn't locked out. I just couldn't get in the house <laughs> through the door. That was very upsetting. So winning. I have fail. Pretty funny one. So I went to go pick up my click list order, and I check in on the app. I'm on my way, and I get the drive through pharmacy to get my kid's prescription because she has an ear infection again. And then I go, and I pull into the click list pickup spot, and I type that I'm in spot number seven, and I sit, and I wait, and I see the three cars that were here ahead of me get their groceries, and then I see a car that got here after me get their groceries, and then I look at the time, and I realize that... I've been sitting here for 20 fucking minutes, and yeah, I didn't hit submit. <laughs> I love you, and this is such a weird, new, sort of modern reality problem, right? The, like, click, like, you know, you order... I, you submit your for your groceries and then you go and you park and somebody's going to bring it to you and that's so nice. And I got to imagine that was pretty horrible probably sitting there for 20 minutes waiting for your order <laughs> and not getting it. Because I know if you're like me, there's a little window of like pure indignance. Like when you're like, how come they got theirs after it was clearly supposed to? Oh, oh. well, that's not... Uh, you are doing a horrible job trying to make life a lot easier for yourself. <laughs> oh well, click. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. One Bad Mother is supported in part by StoryWorth. 
Even if you're super close with your relatives, there are aspects of their life that don't come up in day-to-day -day conversation. If you want to learn more about them, gift them with StoryWord. We talk a lot on the show about being a self, and sometimes we can forget that the people in our lives, like our mom or our dad or our grandparents or our aunts or uncles or even our siblings, are also selves. <laughs> StoryWorth is an online service that helps a loved one share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all the stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. StoryWorth is a meaningful gift you and your family can treasure forever. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash badmother. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash badmother for $10 off. Welcome. Thank you. No Thanks. problem. These are real podcast listeners, not actors. What do you look for in a podcast? Reliability is big for me. Power. I'd say comfort. What do you think of this? Oh. That's Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? They came out of the floor? And down from the ceiling? That can't be safe. I'm upset. Can we go now? Soon. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. Hello, I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And we host Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. Every week, we share media that made us who we are. Things like Archie Comics, Sailor Moon, and lots of Taylor Swift. And now that Riley's an adult, it comes with 100% more butts. And now I am totally comfortable with it. So check out new episodes of Still Buffering every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Butts, butts, butts. Join in, Riley. Butts, 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 All right, everybody. It is time to listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hey, this is a rant. I'm pregnant. I'm about... 23 weeks pregnant at this point. Super excited to be pregnant, happy to be pregnant. It's been a tough pregnancy. Found out that baby boy has a cleft lip and cleft palate and minor heart defect. And we know that there is a chance that there are other things that we may not know about until he is born. And it's just, it's been a lot. But one of that's not what I'm actually ranting about, actually. <laughs> but one of the few small things that has brought me a lot of joy is I know what we're going to name him. We're going to name him Francis Damien. And I love that name so much. And it makes me so happy. But I don't feel like I can tell anyone the name. Because I've tried to, like, casually bring up both of those names in conversations when people ask. And and people are just assholes about names. They just are. Every time I mention Damien, somebody talks about a Damien that they knew that was, like, an actual demon. Or, like, seems <laughs> like a demon. Or looked like a demon. Or whatever. And, like, everybody has something bad to say about Damien. And when I brought up Francis to the ultrasound tech, she was like, oh, I bet your husband doesn't like that one. And what the fuck does that mean? And why? I have had one friend who I told those names to, and she was like, wow, those are beautiful names. And that's all I fucking want to hear. I'm, I, I've got too many other things going on right now. I just want to be able to enjoy this small part of, like, naming my child and really loving that name. And I feel like I can't tell anyone because I'm so tired of people responding in shitty ways. Like, if you've got opinions about it, that's fine. I have opinions about people's kids' names. I get it. We all do. But keep it to yourself. Go talk to your yeah. partner about it or something. Like, just yes! 
but not to me. Don't tell me. Let me enjoy this one small thing about my pregnancy. Because the rest is really hard right now. Yeah. And even if it wasn't, don't be an asshole. Stop being an asshole to pregnant women. Anyway, that's my rant. And I feel better now. You're doing a great job. And so am I. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God. I love you so much. Maybe we should just change the name of this show to Stop Being an Asshole to Pregnant Women. <laughs> okay. First of all, you're doing an amazing job. Second, everything about this call and your response to from describing the like craziness that is going on to how people are responding to the name and to how much you love that name. All of this, all of this, all of this attitude, this whole thing that you have presented, the main thought in my head was this person is going to be such a kick-ass parent. <laughs> you are going to be such a great mom to this kid, whose name will be Francis Damien, which is the most beautiful and literary-sounding epic name that I have ever heard. And I agree. What is up with the name shame, guys? Like, this is such a crazy, it's so, it's so insane. Like, as soon as, like, right now, you know, it, like, <laughs> oh, it's really hate that your name is Karen. You're going to name your kid Karen? Look, I get it. Every generation, something comes along and really ruins a name <laughs> for people. I, I just, I feel like no one I mean, unless you are very, woo, I am good at making decisions on the, at the last minute. I feel like uh, we should assume that people have put a great deal of thought into the name they've chosen for their child. Also, we should assume that they have spoken with their partner, if they are in a partnered relationship, about this name. I know... <laughs> that if it was a name that my partner didn't like, I'd probably lead with that. Oh my God, Stefan hates this name, but I love it. It's blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Names are clearly weird in our house at this stage, but I, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you're, everybody, we all got to try a little harder with this, okay? And, you know, sometimes we can be so removed from this part of pregnancy for people that we just kind of forget that it's a thing we shouldn't say we shouldn't respond and I also love that you I was thinking the same thing you say that's a beautiful name and then you go home and you make fun of it to your partner or to your friend or on the internet I don't care but you do all you're supposed to do is say to this woman that is a beautiful name and just to circle back to the beginning, that is a lot that you are going through with this pregnancy. I want to assure you that you're not alone and that all the feelings that you are having that I'm sure range from one extreme to another are valid and you are remarkable. And I, and I hope that you've got support and friends that you feel safe talking to about the stuff that you're going through right now. And if you don't, come on over to the What Bad Mother page. We sure we got a subgroup for you. <laughs> you are doing an amazing job. Guys, this felt like one of those like weird unicorn shows in which sort of once again, uh, a lot of the themes we touch on here at One Bad Mother, all sort of came to the forefront today. Not only the fact that we're all tired, that's a standard theme, but that we're still doing a good job, that tired doesn't mean doing a bad job, tired means doing a good job. And I think also the core is we need to be supporting each other. We need to not let media make us feel bad or feel judged. We need to remember that we have the power 
to step away from the things that make us feel bad about the job we're doing. And just, if you can't say something nice, don't say something at all, unless it's against the patriarchy. (laughs) Guys, I love you. You're all doing an amazing job. I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.